Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. Welcome to our second hour. And if you would like to call, we'd love to hear from you. We have Stephen Alito in just a moment. Uh, but uh, you would be right behind Steve in Alito, and that's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones and putting up my call screen information and trying to figure out our log because we had to do a new log uh, when we found out that the TCU game had been postponed. And everything is just in a state of flux, kind of like doing your program while you're uh, in some kind of uh, skydiving, uh, <laughs> free for all. And uh, anyway, Mike does the tough stuff, and I just answer the garden questions. So uh, I'm happy to have him aboard. I'm really happy to have him aboard. Uh, by the way, uh, tomorrow morning, as I mentioned earlier, uh, on uh, sister station, WBAP 820 AM, I'll be doing my program live, as I always do, from 8 until 10, and you're always invited to join me there. But I also, tomorrow, will have something very special uh, in that I'll have Dr. George Ray McEachern, uh, newly retired, I might add, from Texas A&M. For 38 years, George Ray has been my guest on the same day that they play the, the Super Bowl, um, and we have talked exclusively fruit and pecans and I've always welcomed that because that is not where I had my training in school and didn't uh, spend a career learning that mine is more in landscape horticulture uh, and uh, so don't ask George Ray about uh, the best uh, ground cover for a shaded area and don't ask me about some of the really bizarre questions that he gets he gets some really good ones from uh, orchard managers and from homeowners as well and uh, uh, so if you want to hear a, a program that's all devoted to fruit and pecans and get involved in it, tomorrow would be the day to, to call. So uh, be, uh, be listening for that on, on WBAP tomorrow morning from 8 until 10. Um, in the meanwhile, we're ready to go back to the phone lines. I'm not going to make him wait any longer. I don't have a most asked question for this week that I especially want to get to. That frost cloth thing <clears> was <throat> it. And so we've kind of covered that. Let's go to Steve and Alito. Steve, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you today? I'm well. Thanks for waiting on me. How can I help you? All right. Well, about five years ago, we had six live oaks planted uh, on our property, and uh, they're growing. They seem to be doing just fine. But um, when they planted them, they planted, uh, I guess, a mound and a kind of a bowl. And I'm questioning, do I still need that mound and bowl around them? All right, and tell me uh, where the where the bowl is. It's not up against the trunk. It's out away from the trunk. Yeah, it's 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 two three feet diameter. Perfect. Around it, yes. All right, no, you do not need that. I normally recommend leaving that a couple of years, and the reason for that is uh, as a reservoir for watering until the trees get established. Um, a lot of people do not uh, recommend that. Um, but I also find that those may be the same people who mound the soil up around the trunks because they don't want to carry it off-site. <laughs> and they oh, I'm sorry, that was a little judgmental on my part. Um, but I, I definitely don't want to see people mound the soil up around the trunk of the tree. Uh, and it's just so hard for, for homeowners to hand water trees if they don't have that berm, that donut-shaped berm. But you've, you've served your time. It's time to remove it. You can take a, a hoe to it and just burst it open or a shovel and dig it out and use it somewhere else however you need to but yes you can take it away well great um the other question i have is is all five or all six of these trees on the trunk only not up up in the uh, branches but they have a yellowish mustard looking i'm going to call it a fungus I really don't know what it is, but if I go rub my finger on it, it's almost powdery and it goes away. Is that I, and something you'd be concerned about? I don't think so. Where is it again? It, it's on the trunk, and it doesn't go up into the branches at all. It's always it's only on the trunks. Okay, my guess would be that it is a lichen of some sort. L i c h e n. Uh, those are uh, just growths that uh, that actually. Well, I'm not sure it's a lichen. Lichens usually look more like um, uh, 
Well, they're the they're the moss that grows on on boulders out in the mountains, and you 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 hear people talk about moss covered stones. That's those are lichens. They're a symbiotic growth between algae and fungi that where they nourish one another. They're very colorful and very pretty. But those those will grow on uh, bark tissue. I have lichens all over the the bark of pecans on our, on our property. And every once in a while, I'll see lichens fall to our driveway. They they look like flaky gray in in the case of pecans. The the yellowish may be mineral deposits. I don't know what it is, but I don't think it's anything to worry about. If your trees are healthy, and if you don't see any decay in the bark, which I doubt that you do, then I would not be the least bit concerned. Okay. All right. Well, that's that was my question. I appreciate the answers. You're you're welcome. If you'd like to post a photo of it on my Facebook page, that would be a way I could tell right away uh, by seeing it. But I don't think it's a problem. Yeah. Like I said, it's not a growth. It's just more of a powdery. Well, it's a, it's a deposit, and my guess is it's a mineral yeah. salt or something of that sort. I don't think it's. A we have we have a lot of iron in our water out here. I'm wondering if that's part of the issue, absolutely could the coloring. Be. Sure, could be. So yeah. All right. Thanks Thank for the you. call. Thanks for waiting on me. You bet. All right, we have uh, two open lines right now. I didn't explain it at the beginning. We have five lines that come into the station when they're doing political talk. They go through calls quickly. Uh, nobody stays on very long. They don't have to diagnose anything, trying to diagnose the government, but they, oh, that's that's going to take forever, and so they don't take uh, a long time on any one caller. In my case, I have to... I have to be able to spend a little bit more time with callers, and so Mike uses one of those lines to call another one of those lines. We we tie up two of them, and if you subtract two from five, uh, most of you will end up with a re- answer a remainder of three. We have three lines available to you. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. And uh, I'll get a short break out of the way right here. And then we'll go to Paul in McKinney. But as I open the line up, that's your time to call, please. Womack Nursery Company. This is the nursery to contact if you're looking for fruit or pecan trees, grapevines, whatever it is that you'd like to have. Womack's has it if it's a, an edible uh, orchard type of a crop. Family owned and operated since back in the 1930s. That's quite a legacy company. When I came to uh, the Dallas County Extension horticulture position in 1970, somebody took me aside, and I'm not saying that the Extension Service endorses Womacks at all. I would not ever imply that. I respect the Extension Service too much, but I will tell you that they said if you're ever hung up and can't find a source for some of the varieties that A&M recommends, these folks will have it. They work with A&M and uh, want to always have the varieties A&M recommends. And I've stuck that in the back of my my, my brain power, and, and I've used it many times since because all of that time, they have, uh, they have been there to uh, have the varieties that A&M has tested, tried, in some cases developed, and to have them available to consumers. Now, Womack Nursery in DeLeon, Texas, ships by mail order. And uh, so you don't have to go to DeLeon to get your fruit and pecan trees and your grapevines and blackberries. You don't have to. They ship them to you. Uh, they must they ship bare rooted and so packed in uh, packed in moist moss and so they have to do that during the winter time. Their digging time lasts for another month or so. You need to order right away. Some of the varieties probably are already sold out. Some soon will be. You need to order right away. As you hear Dr. McEachern on the air tomorrow, he's going to be recommending varieties, and I'll bet you that Womax has them or had them if they're if they're not sold out already. There are uh, orchards in Texas and New Mexico that buy hundreds, thousands of trees of given varieties. That's how good Womax is. They sell to the, the experts. Here is the contact information. You need to contact them and get their catalog, or you can get it online. Just go online. Womack Nursery Company, W-O-M-A-C-K, WomackNursery.com. They're at 2551 State Highway 6 in De Leon, Texas, 7 Five four four. I'm sorry, seven six four four four. It's D E capital L E O N. Deleon, Texas seven six four four four. Phone number is two five four eight nine three six four nine seven. 
254-893-6497. They're open Monday through Saturday. WomackNursery.com. But again, they ship by mail order, so no need to plan on driving to pick your plants up. They'll ship them to you. WomackNursery.com. I'm Alan from Hewlin Ace Hardware in Fort Worth. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Traeger products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Alan, very, very much. Let's go to Paul in McKinney. Paul, this is Neil. Thank you for waiting on me. Yes, sir. I'll give you a two-part question here, but when is the best time to start putting out your pre-emerge? And I understand also it's better to put out a pre-emerge and a fertilized not a fertilized with pre-emerge. I'm sorry, I don't understand the second part of that. It sounds like the same thing, two different wordings. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it kind of is, but uh, to put out pre-emerge, but I understand it's better to put out a pre-emerge, not a mixture of the pre-emerge fertilized type thing, the weed killer things. All right, I think I can help you. Um, the, uh, the time to put out pre-emergent weed killer would be when... The, the the normal time, if you ask me in July, way away from any, uh, any I'm talking about for spring application, way away from the spring application, I would tell you that the average time to apply the spring pre-emergent weed killer would be two or three weeks prior. Stay with me now on this one, Paul. It's not as complicated <laughs> as I'm starting out. Uh, two to three weeks prior to the average date of the last killing freeze. I live in McKinney, so I'm going to use our date that we share. That is uh, March 22nd. So if you go two to three weeks before that, that's going to put you sometime uh, about the 5th to the 15th of March, somewhere in that time period. Um, And and that's the average time. Now, if you get closer to game time, and it's the middle of February, which we're getting pretty close to, and it's been a really warm winter, which until now it has been, you might say, well, I might need to back that up by a week, maybe the 1st of March. <laughs> and then you get a weather forecast that says 17 degrees, and you say, yikes, maybe I'll move it back a week. And so we don't make that decision yet. I'm not willing to tell you that this year we're going to do it on any given time. But I'll bet you by the 5th or 8th of March it'd be time to put out the pre-emergent weed killer sometime okay. in that time period. 10th, okay. 10th is always going to be safe. Because I know you hear different pre-emerge. things about uh, you should use a pre-emerge. Uh, hang on, let me let me finish that because we have listeners elsewhere. Let me finish okay. that. The tenth of March will always be safe for you in McKinney. Uh, there is another fact that that I I love. For every 100 miles you go north or south in Texas, you gain or lose a week of growing season at each end of the season. So if you go to Waco. It's going to be a, a week earlier than that. If you okay. go north 100 miles, which will put you close to Oklahoma City, not there, but on the way, it's going to move you later uh, a week. So that's that's another fact to remember. Now, as far as using the, the pre-emergent and a fertilizer, I do not believe in weed and feed products at, uh, at the same time because um, because it's too early to be fertilizing our our Bermuda grass or St. Augustine. Uh, if you wait until it's time to fertilize, it's too late to put out the, the pre-emergent part of that combination. So I like to do them separately. I think it's better to do them separately. Well, that's, that's my understanding. It is a better plan to do them separately than uh, all together. So. I don't think it's a better plan. It's the only plan. In okay. My mind. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm not hard-headed. If you don't believe me, I'll tell you again. I understand. (laughs) Thanks for calling. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's see. Uh, What have I done to myself with these breaks? I I need to take a break right now. I I got myself off pace here. You know, you're taking a a cadence march of some sort, and you take a half step, you just mess yourself up, and that's what I did. So, Sandra in North Richland Hills, you'll be coming up next. Brian in Dallas, right after that. There we go. I'm back on, on schedule. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If you ever wondered when you need to do something, Chapter 2 will tell you that. When should I put out a pre-emergent? It's right there. It's also in the in the lawn chapter of the book, but that Chapter 2 is the calendar. When you should plant, prune, fertilize, and protect or spray or put out granules, it's all right there in Chapter 2 for every month. For January, February, March, you get the picture. April, May, you got it. 
what do I need to do in each of those months? You just turn to that part of Chapter 2, and you see what your homework assignment is for that month. That's Chapter I've never put that in a book before, and people tell me that, Neil, pays for the cost of this book. And I think you'll find that to be very, very useful. So that's Chapter 2. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, uh, things you have to know to get started. Uh, how do you choose the right fertilizer? How do you uh, how do you interpret the USDA plant hardiness zone map? I mentioned last hour why I feel that the 1990 map is more accurate than the 2012 map from the federal government. I think they goofed on the on the 2012, and I explain it. And uh, sure enough, about a month after I made that decision, when I was writing the book, we had a a we had a cold spell that that proved I was right. And this week may prove that I'm right, too. So, anyway, that's Chapter 1. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees and shrubs. You can almost recite this with me, maybe. And vines and ground covers and annuals and perennials and lawns and fruit and vegetables. All, every aspect of gardening outdoors. Now, the book is written for the entire state of Texas. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos. Uh, it is a hardback not a not a paperback and it's printed on high quality paper and it was printed in San Antonio not in China somewhere because I wanted to keep Texas printers working I didn't I didn't want a book that said Lone Star Gardening to be printed say on page 3 printed in China it just didn't seem appropriate so anyway that's that's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening it's not in stores and it's not on Amazon those people would have taken a markup, and so I just took away that markup. I left the price at $34.95 plus tax and postage. I don't keep tax and postage. $34.95 plus tax and postage. And uh, this book would have been $55, $50-$55 if it had gone through bookstores, for example. So I'm not I'm not looting the store on this thing. I'm I'm just charging a fair price making a decent living out of it uh, all the books come through my front door and go out through the front door after I've signed them and uh, I like it that way it's been fun satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny you invest in it Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening two ways you can order it you can call my office Monday through Friday 800-752-GROW 800-752-4769 the better way is to order it from my website and especially if you need it for Valentine's Day and that is to go to neilsperry.com I'll be signing uh, tonight and especially tomorrow afternoon and that is at neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home, it's also a demonstrated security enhancement. When it comes to your greatest investment, safety and security never look so good. And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lens ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z Lighting.com. Sunburst shutters. It doesn't get any prettier than sunburst shutters in your windows. These are plantation-style shutters. Elegant, beautiful shutters. Two and a half, three and a half are those big four and a half inch louver shutters. They are made of poly wood, which is a ma uh, man-made material. It's not wood. Looks like wood. It looks like the best grade wood shutters you ever saw. Perfectly finished. But they're polywood. They don't crack or warp or split or peel. They're just fabulous. And they are custom fit to any opening in your house. It's as easy as that. You call them. They come out and measure your windows. And they take the measurements back. And they make each shutter to fit your windows. Simple as that. So I hope that you'll contact Sunburst Shutters. and You'll find them to be really nice people. You'll enjoy having them in your home. So uh, just uh, take a look. Go, go to the website and look, and you'll see why I get so excited. We have Sunburst Shutters in our home. They are energy efficient. They are light tight. They're fabulous. Sunburst Shutters, also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. In business for more than 25 years. I've been doing ads for them for 10 years. So it's 
almost, I don't know where it is, almost 30 years, I think. Sunburstshutters.com, and that is 214-343-2601. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Mark. We had uh, Brian calling from, uh, where was he? He was in Dallas, I believe. And he had planted okra and onions and was wondering about protecting them in the cold this week. Um, I'm going to go ahead and address that. I normally don't do it when somebody drops off. But uh, you can do that with frost cloth for the onions if you put a layer of frost cloth over them, uh, not plastic, whatever you do. Uh, okra is not planted in this area until late April. Uh, it, is, it, it is a plant that requires the warmest soil uh, of any plant that we uh, grow, any vegetable we grow. So it's, it, you'll have to replant that and just wait till. Until it gets hot or pretty warm anyway in the garden. Um, so that means I have a couple of open lines at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. I will not make a habit of uh, uh, addressing questions where people uh, drop off. Sometimes I know you lose your cell connection, but I just uh, wanted to emphasize the importance of frost cloth and the importance of timing your vegetable plantings uh, properly so that you don't end up with the wrong things planted and wonder why they didn't grow. Sandra in North Richland Hills, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, I know you just had a question on weed killers. Mine is totally different. I know all that. I know exactly what you recommend to put down and the dates and everything. But the, the ad to, in this week's paper from one of the nurseries says, Weed Beater Complete Dual-Purpose Product acts as a pre- pre-emergent weed preventer and a post-emergent weed killer. What do you know about that? Is that worth getting, or should I stick with the Dimension and the Gallery product? Uh, I don't know that you need Gallery in the spring. The, the broadleaf weeds that we get coming up in the spring are not... Uh, not nearly as significant as the ones that come up in the fall. Uh, Dimension is a very good uh, spring pre-emergent for crabgrass and graspers. Uh, Bonide's Weed Beater Complete is not a new product. They've had it in their line for several years, and it's a very good product. Uh, it does have, uh-huh. it does offer. When would it be? When would it be put down? Uh, it, if I it, use that. It can be do it according to label directions. I don't remember what they say specifically on their label, but I would imagine uh-huh. that uh, your timing would be somewhat similar. Um, yeah. They're probably just trying to get a uh, get the message out a little bit ahead of time. Most companies want you to hear the message a few weeks before the actual time for application. I'd talk to the uh-huh. people that are selling it and ask them. I think okay. you're a little bit early for it, for the uh, certainly for the pre-emergent. Nothing, nothing that is going to germinate is even close to germinating now at 17 degrees this week sometime or whatever it's going to be. So you're saying I only need to put down the uh, dimension and not put down any in early March, not put down any gallery? I don't think you need. Yeah, if you think about what weeds are going to be coming up uh, this spring that are broadleaf weeds, that's what gallery uh, is right. uh, is intended right, right. for dandelions and that kind of thing. Dandelions germinate in the fall; they're cool season weeds. That's and, what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Just a second. Slow down. Dandelions germinate in the fall, so putting it out in in March is not going to help any. Um, and the things that germinate in the spring only, the the warm season broadleaf weeds, are things like uh-huh. roadside aster and poison ivy, and I don't know anything of that sort. And you have much better ways of addressing those than you do uh, with a, a pre-emergent. I'm a believer in gallery, but not with mm-hmm. a spring application. It's it's more gotcha. for it's more for dandelions and clover and hand-bitten chickweed. Okay. okay. Well, that's good. It'll save me time. I won't have to make two. It saves you time, but it also saves you a lot of money because it's an it expensive sure pre-emergent. So yeah. now, what what about the weed beater complete? When would you put that down if you were going to use it, and what would it protect you against? That's what I just mentioned. I think you need to read the label and see what it tells you to do. Oh, okay. Your time is probably a little bit early for it. You need to wait a couple uh-huh. of weeks probably for it. Uh-huh. 
and I'd be okay as far as the weeds that the dimension will prevent. True? Check the if label. Please check the, the label. Please check okay. the label. Yeah. Okay. I knew it this. I've been doing it three years since my husband died, and I'm gotcha. in my late 80s. So, you know, I'm I'm learning. You're pretty amazing. Right. You know that? Yeah. Well, I Proud uh, of you. you get there. You get I, there. When I you understand. I understand Thank completely. Thank you so much. You're wonderful. Thank thanks you. for calling. Uh-huh. You made my day. Right. Have a good one. Uh-huh. All right. Thanks. Wow. I love the spirit. That's great. All right, folks. Here is the phone number. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Need some calls? Love to hear from you right now. And uh, love to hear from you. 888-787-5543. I will not have a birding feature today, so we're going right. Our, our pastor's not available this afternoon. So uh, we will. Uh, did that Did that start? those two sentences make any sense at all to you if you've listened to my program they do because you know that pastor tommy brummett uh, always has a wild uh, bird uh, in the backyard kind of feature at the end of my program but he is not available today and therefore i can take your calls right up to the end of the program okay now it makes sense ace hardware ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks and as opposed to a place that doesn't have helpful people. And I think we all know where those places are. So we're talking Ace instead. These are local experts, people who probably recognize you when you go in the door and who say, hey, thanks for coming in. How can we help you? And the next thing they will say is once you say, well, I'm looking for paint, well, let me get so-and-so. He or she is our our paint guru and uh, meet you at the paint counter. I'll have them right here and or, or plumbing or housewares or whatever it is or garden they have quite a gardening area and at the ace hardware store so that's how it is when you go in the door at ace hardware i picture myself going into the many ace hardware stores i've gone into and they greet you and they want to help you all right so that is how it is with the helpful hardware folks now let me tell you what they'll sell you right now at a great savings it's a great deal on ace premium wild bird food 20 pound bags get two bags for twelve dollars ace premium wild bird food is an all-purpose mix featuring sunflower seed and the proper variety of ingredients to attract many types of colorful songbirds. Vitamins and minerals have been added to the mix. It'll attract bluebirds, cardinals, chickadees, grosbeaks, blue jays, nuthatches, finches, and other desirable birds. It's rich in sunflower and other seeds. Birds' favorite seeds. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. You're getting help from people you already know and who will greet you when you come in the door. We have established that fact. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. All the stories that matter to your story. The Biden administration continue to get the vaccine out. Impeachment. Banning free speech. Heard every day. Find out the real story. On Real News and Information 570. KLIF. KLIF.com. All right, let's talk about Whiskey Stone. Thanks for asking. I'm proud to talk to you about them. I referred a very good friend in the radio business to Whiskey Stone this week. I said, well, when you meet Mike and Derek Wisnand, you will see why I'm so excited to tell you about them and to recommend them to you. And uh, I said, uh, you're going to find that they are uh, a family business the that just really gives you the reason for liking family businesses. Whiskey Stone, since 1983, a second and third generation family business. They're at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. They're open right now. They're open Monday through Saturday, 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. And that uh, 22 in their phone number, that reminds me that they are 22 acres in size. 22 acres of beautiful stone of all kinds, boulders, flagstone. Uh, they have interlocking concrete paving stones from pavestone. They have uh, retaining wall stones and river rock. I mentioned river rock that I've used in our landscape. I got a bunch of it at Whiskey Stone. They have everything you could possibly want, and they also have contacts with the finest landscape contractors in North Texas. They can they can 
give you a turnkey beautiful landscape with the finishing touch of gorgeous stonework. WhizQ Stone, let them refer you to those landscape contractors to fulfill your dreams. Or maybe you want to do it yourself, they can guide you on it. One thing that they will tell you, and I'll, I'll forewarn you of this, they're going to suggest that you buy 10 to 15% overage to make sure that you have enough stone. They're not trying to upsell you at all. That is standard in all of the stone industry. WhizQ Stone will help you. Let them help you. Go out and see how beautiful stone can be. All kinds of stone on 22 acres. Best I've ever seen. WhizQ Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We've been talking about how you prune a couple of types of shrubs that we have in North Texas landscaping. How about vitex or lilac chase trees? They're old-fashioned shrubs that have seen quite a rebirth of interest. They're wonderful if you have room for them. You'll need to thin and reshape them every few years, however, to keep them vigorous and well-mannered. Leave no stubs, but don't be afraid to remove large branches that have caused the plants to become misshapen. If you prune them immediately after they bloom in late spring, you may stimulate a second round of late summer flowers. However, that's more applicable in South Texas' longer growing season than it is in the north half of the state. Do no pruning to oleanders. They're late spring bloomers during the winter. You don't want to prune them during the winter except to remove shoots that have been damaged by cold winter weather. The time to prune oleanders is immediately after they finish blooming and then as little as possible. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I am so relieved, so proud that we have a Wortham Brothers roof on our house. Best roof your money can buy. We had roof problems. We had had a hailstorm and we didn't know it. You say, Neil, are you deaf? How could you have a hailstorm and not know that you had a hailstorm? We were not here. We were in town. And we came home and didn't really see a lot of damage. Well, it had damaged our roof pretty significantly, enough so that uh, insurance covered it. It was a total loss of our roof. We didn't find out for about six months, and then problems began to show up pretty dramatically. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, they went up on the roof for us and brought photos down and showed us the, the problems. And so I contacted our insurance agent, and they came out and went up on the roof, and they said, yeah, that's exactly right. Wortham Brothers does all kinds of roofs, whether it's a slate roof, a metal roof, clay or concrete tile, or as most roofs are, composition roofs. They uh, do uh, uh, really complicated roofs. They do simple roofs. They do new or they do redo roofs. You name it, they do it. They've been doing it since 1986, and this is a second-generation family business. I like family businesses. That's why I like Wortham Brothers. Their phone number is 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Let me give you the uh, contact information one more time. It's nine, They serve the entire North Texas area. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Dot com. It's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. This is Dana Lash. If Democrats didn't want people trafficking in conspiracy theories, they shouldn't have mainstreamed it by pushing Russian collusion for four years. You know, maybe you should have just driven a woman in a pond or, I don't know, screwed a communist Chinese spy and then raised money for them. Maybe that would have been okay. I'm just saying. Listen to The Dana Show weekdays, noon to two, right here on Real News and Information 570 KLIF. All right, Neil Sperry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. comes out every Thursday night. I will never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. You're not going to get any spam because you have decided to sign up for eGardens, so you don't have to worry about that. You have five stories that come each week. I love writing eGardens for you. I spend about a day and a half a week on eGardens. One of the stories is always a featured plant of the week. One of the stories is always a featured question of the week, something that is especially important for that week or that I've been asked repeatedly that week. 
week. And one of the stories will always be Gardening This Weekend, where I point out things that need to be done in that weekend coming up. So that's what eGardens is all about. Diane Sitton has a wonderful story on plants with heart-shaped leaves and flowers. This Thursday, she writes for us once a month. So that's what eGardens is about. If you want to see what it looks like, go to the same page of my website where you would sign up for eGardens, and that is at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, and then click on that eGardens tab. I hope you'll sign up for Neil Sperry's eGardens. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. The phone lines, we have Brian in Dallas. Brian, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Brian. Yeah, how are you, Neil? I'm yes, well, yes, thank you. Am. Yeah. Yeah, I had a couple of questions. One about, do I trim back my lantana and my... I got some uh, rosemary that are kind of getting, I need to look like they're too tall or something, but they're pretty straggly. So I wonder if I just cut them back, that would make them regenerate. Uh, the lantana, yes, you prune back. Uh, this week, uh, the cold spell will do that for you. Uh, it will okay. prune them back to the ground. What I would do oh. is, is prune the lantana back to about two inches so that you know exactly where the plants are. And, Brian, they probably will not sprout out again until the 1st of April, maybe the 10th of April. They're the just okay. a, they're just about the last plants to sprout out in the spring. Okay. I would prune the rosemary only as needed to, to reshape them, to get rid of any of the, uh, the erratic uh, 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 branches. I, don't prune them anywhere near as much as you do the lantana. The deal about my rosemaries is it's real long in the bottom. It's like two foot tall, and the bottom foot doesn't have any uh, bushes on it at all. So I didn't know if I should take it back closer. Well, why is that happening? Are they in a dark area? No, they put. I guess they planted them in a garden that's that tall, and I guess they didn't water them good or what. So anyway, I don't know why they got tall and didn't spread out, but unless it's more than one or two in that bunch, you know, just a bunch of land of uh, rosemary that they planted. It was about 18 inches tall or so. And then it, it just left it, you know, let it water and stuff. Kind of. Why don't you, do why don't you, why don't you wait to prune both of these plants, both of these types of plants until after the cold spell, if the rosemary okay. has not been damaged by the cold uh, in uh, 10 days, then you can go ahead and prune it. The lantana, you'll know where to prune it, but leave a like I say, leave a couple inches. Uh, in the yeah. case of the rosemary, I would you could go ahead and prune it. It's not going to hurt it to prune it. Uh, prune it to shape it and encourage side branching. Uh, okay. Yeah, it needs it's full not, sun, and hopefully it has full sunlight. Yeah, I, I can put it in a place that. But, I mean, it didn't branch out. I don't know if it's all this a I, bunch of – excuse yeah. me, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I can't tell without bottom. seeing it. I, I have no way oh, of knowing. Oh, I know, I know. But, yeah, so I can't tell whether it's five or six together to make it like that. It's kind of was for a area for just for beautification in the color. So you can you can tell know. by tracing any of the stems down to the ground. Yeah. And okay. if they come from one stem, then that was just one cutting originally and, and one plant. If uh, they come from separate plants, separate stems as they enter the ground, then they just stuck a whole handful of cuttings in and, and rooted them all. I, but but trim it back. If it looks lanky, trim it back sure, sure. And, and let it branch. Okay, very good. And all I right. have one quick question again about the freeze. My garlic and my onions, I've already planted them in the ground. It'd be the garlic, you know, hadn't started coming up. So, And neither have I put out the little onion bulbs instead of the, the green ones, you know, whatever they are in a bunch. So right. should I just throw uh, one of those uh, cloths over the top? Yes, sir. From, well, if they if they haven't come out of the ground, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, no, they hadn't started coming no, up yet. No, I, w- I wouldn't worry about it. You're fine. All right. Thank you very All much. Right. Thanks for it. the call. You bet. Thanks for the call. All right, let's go to Carrie in McKinney. Carrie, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. I've just built a raised garden, and I would like to know what you would recommend around here, a place that you can buy um, pepper plants or squash or um, you know, some type of vegetables that I could put in there. And, you know, I've seen them uh, certainly at 
uh, last year at Home Depot and uh, Lowe's and places like that is, uh, is there a place that you prefer up this way to, or recommend, shall I say, to uh, buy these types of plants? Well, I would not buy squash plants. I would buy squash seed. Uh, they okay. they stall out badly when you buy them as transplants. Uh, peppers you would always buy as transplants. Uh, it's crop by crop, and of course, neither of these needs to be planted until the first of April. Um, right. And as far as sources, I would uh, let me see if I can do this generically. I would never buy from a national. Uh, chain store I would buy from a local independent retail garden center and I'll just call okay. some names since I live in McKinney I'll just call some names that are nearby uh, I would I would go to Callaway's I would go to uh, Shades of Green in Frisco I'd go to Puckett's in Allen I would go to McKinney Feed in downtown McKinney places like that and Got it. Uh, and try to get the the plants there because you're dealing with people who know the local conditions Perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Appreciate the call very much. All right, Barbara in Garland, stay with me. I'll come back to you folks. We have two open lines. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're not going to have our uh, bird uh, backyard bird uh, session this afternoon. Uh, I've had our pastor, who is an avid uh, birder. You will hear his voice in a moment uh, on tape. But he has another obligation this afternoon, and so he is not able to join us. And so uh, we'll go right up to the end of the program today with, uh, with, with phone calls, gardening phone calls. I might add, if you were tuned in now thinking that the TCU-Baylor game would be on, it was postponed uh, due to uh, COVID uh, illnesses, uh, I think, on the Baylor team. So it's uh, just a terrible thing. It's caused so much havoc for the last year. And it would be nice if it were just uh, postponing sporting events, but it's been so awful. Anyway, anyway, if you qualify for vaccines, vaccination, please get it. That's, that's as political as I'll get here. Please get it. Those of us who are of age, uh, of considerable age, will thank you. Uh, Lynn and I will get our second shots uh, this coming Thursday. Please wear your masks. Please help others, if you will. It's a, it's a considerate thing to do. I, I won't say any more about it, and I don't want to turn to politics. That's, that's as political as I get. Um, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, this is my book. It's the best work I can do. It's a summation of a career. I hope I have another half of my career ahead of me. Um, but if I did, I would be 120 years old, so uh, that may be kind of wishful thinking but <laughs> but anyway I, I'm very happy with this book and I'd like to get a copy to you I'll be signing books tonight and tomorrow afternoon and we'll put them in the mail on Monday Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening 344 pages uh, it also has 840 of my photographs that had to be skillfully fit together like a bad news jig jigsaw puzzle by Cindy Smith my graphic designer I will see her within the next uh, 90 minutes and I'll tell her I said that. She is just the best it gets. I have another project, not another book, but another project I'm working on, actually uh, away from horticulture. And uh, I just lean on her so heavily for great ideas. Anyway, well, actually, one part of it is horticulture. We're getting ready for the fifth printing of the book. And the end paper, the inside of the front cover and back cover of the book, they no longer have that exact shade of green. I have to have Cindy help me pick another end paper, so I'll be seeing her. This has 344 pages, 840 photos. It has 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening, lawns, landscapes, uh, fruit and uh, vegetables, uh, annual and perennial flowers. The whole works for every county in the state of Texas. This book, I think, will help make you a successful gardener, and I know it will pay for itself within six months or I'll refund every penny if you don't agree. Chapter 2 is that calendar of 48 pages that tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all your plants. That chapter alone should pay for the book in uh, mistakes that you won't make any longer. I sign every book as it sells, and I guarantee your satisfaction or a full refund. 59,000 copies sold to date, not one request for refund yet. And so here are the ways you can get it because it's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. You can order from my office by calling Monday through Friday 
800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, 800-752-GROW. That's 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order from neilsperry.com. You can do that right now, and those are the ones we'll be clearing out, and I'll be signing today and tomorrow at neilsperry.com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney. If you can't join us for worship in person, then please join us on your computer. We live stream at 10.05. Go to sharingtheheart.org, click on sermons, or join us on Facebook. Our 10.05 sermon is carried on Facebook Live. See you on the internet. God bless you, and have a beautiful day. Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. He is a wonderful pastor, and we would love to have you join us at our church. That's First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. He preaches at 10.05 online. We're still uh, doing everything virtually. Online at 10.05 tomorrow morning at sharingtheheart.org. Pastor Abe will do the contemporary service at at 11.10. And Pastor Stacy from the Melissa Church will be doing her uh, uh, service at 1030, all at sharingtheheart.org. And we hope that you will join us. Arborological Services, they are the leaders in the tree care industry. It does not get any better. doesn't even come close. There are others who uh, uh, are buying radio ads and who sound good, but let me tell you, from my own firsthand experience of more than 20 years of working with these men and women, I can tell you uh, from my very considered opinion of watching them work, they are by far, far the best in the business. Arborological Services. They have crews going out in all directions every day. The leaders bringing the best in tree care to the finest trees in North Texas. Your trees deserve them. And uh, here's what I would suggest. Become one of their customers and get on that list of customers because then if there ever is storm damage, you will get that uh, 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 first uh, service. Uh, That's the way they treat their customers. If you have a problem, you come first to them. 866-552-7267. They are locally total. Even though they have that toll-free number, they only do their work here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's Arborological Services. They have three Arborists of the Year from the state of Texas on their staff in their upper-level management. Three Arborists of the Year. That's a singular award given to one arborist per year, and uh, they have three of them who have won it over time. So that's Arborological Services, and they have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists. They have an 11-time state award-winning tree climber, and all that from one company, Arborological Services, on Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at the tree experts and online it is arborological.com arbor you know how to spell arbor i logical it's not a cute word there are no hyphens that's a word in forestry arborological services 866-552-7267 i'm scott from liquid ace hardware in dallas when you need reliable, localized help for those gardening products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Scott, very much. And we go back to the phone lines to Barbara in Garland. Barbara, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <clears throat> How are you? I'm wonderful. How about you? Good. I've had this question for four weeks. I haven't been able to get in. But I have um, a 24 20- year old ficus tree that's about eight feet tall and I put it out in the warm weather and bring it in in the cold mm-hmm. and it has dropped most of its leaves 
and I didn't know if that's a normal thing to be expected. And also I want to know about um, pruning it because it's gotten kind of leggy. Okay. I can, I can help you. Um, back about 30 years ago, ficuses were ultimately popular. Everybody was growing them. Everybody had them. Everybody sold them. And this was happening to everybody's ficus trees. And um, so as a result, everybody had the same question. And they did some research on ficuses, and they found that the leaves are structured differently if they are leaves that are produced in shade versus leaves that are produced out in the sun or in a, in a brighter setting. And when we bring ficuses indoors out of a fairly bright outdoor setting, the leaves do not adapt well to indoor conditions, and they drop, they shed. That's the, that's the problem, is the leaves are not adapted to the low light intensities, and so they start shedding. It'll happen uh, just a, a starts a couple weeks after we bring them inside. The best thing we can do for a ficus is get it to a, 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 an amount of light that it's happy with and then leave it in that amount of light. So when you take this plant back outside this spring, try to find a darker spot outdoors where you can grow it. And, and then when you bring it back inside, it won't be such a big uh, transition for it. Yes, you can prune it. I would do that outdoors because they have a white latex to them that will drip and you don't want that in, in the house. Okay. Also, I have one other quick question. During Christmas, I bought a small, a small rosemary plant that was shaped like a Christmas tree. Right. And part of it is starting to turn really brown. And I bought a bigger pot to replant it, put it outside. But I didn't know if it's turning dark because of overwatering it it might be or it may be that it's just not getting enough light they are outdoor plants and usually the christmas trees just are not happy uh, in in a house of little christmas tree rosemaries they need to be taken outdoors almost immediately after christmas and then if it goes below freezing very far they need to be brought inside temporarily uh, during the really cold weather and put back out again. Let me let me tell you something on the, and I don't know whether that one can be saved or not. I can't tell. I can't see it. Let me tell you something interesting on the uh, ficus. Um, if you ever happen to go to Hawaii, to Maui, to the town of Lahaina, uh, the west coast of Maui, you will see a ficus, a spreading banyan tree, which is a, a ficus. And it is a single plant that covers seven acres. These things get huge. So, yes, you, you probably do want to prune yours. So I appreciate your call, Barbara. Mike Bass, nice job, folks. I think I'm off next week. I believe TCU has a game. So I'll see you in a couple weeks. Happy gardening.